0: Good morning everybody and welcome back to episode fifty seven of Empty Betters. I'm your host, Harrison Scholes. I'm gonna to toss it over here to the man to my left, Nick Manella. How we doing, buddy?
1: Doing well. Glad we're we're able to do this and we are we're ready. We're getting close. It it is time. It yeah. is time for hockey to come back and I am very excited.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we literally just wrapped up, finished recording the Dan DeSalvo interview, which you guys have already listened to, and we're just recording this right after, and we're just banging right through it while we're all here in town. That's what um, she said. Okay, well, there you go. I don't know. What's your high school experience like? Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'm going to toss it over here to the man to my right, Mac Vogel. How we doing? Doing good. Living life in Beast Coast. <laughs>
2: Can't be, can't be mad at that.
0: Happy, mean, to be,
2: happy to be home.
0: I'll cheers to that. Yep. Um, not sure when you guys are going to be listening to this yet, but it should be within about five days of the league starting. So we're going to run down our season preview. Uh, last year we went super data heavy, and based on the feedback that we got, um, we're going to try to stay a little more gambling focused this time around. So we're still going to you know give our opinions on – Who's, it, you know, who's in, who's out, who sucks, who's good, blah, 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 blah. But um, at the end of each division, after we're done talking about each individual team, we're going to give you our gambling pick for the year. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, we'll we'll kind of announce in the segment when we're going to give our picks. We'll do like a formal thing. So um, bear with us. There's quite a bit to cover here, but we're going to try to go through it as painlessly as we can.
1: This is look at it like your toolkit for the year. This is everything you need to know. This is your syllabus. It will change. You need to bring it to every class, and you should probably print it out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And like I (laughs) said, bring the highlighter. Be ready to you know x some shit out. Yeah.
0: And like last year, we kept track of like all the coaching changes, prospect deals, blah blah. We're not we're not going that in depth this time around, but it'll be just enough to get you updated on what you need to know for this coming season. So let's start with the West Division. In the West Division, we have the Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, the St. Louis Blues, the Arizona Coyotes, the Minnesota Wild, the San Jose Sharks, the Los Angeles Kings, and the Anaheim Ducks. Those are our eight teams that we are dealing with in the Western Division. We're going to start, I think we're going to go alphabetically if my uh, education is right here. So. <laughs> uh Yeah. Hey, this is, I'm good at math. Not, not actually. But I suck at vocab, so okay. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But Opposite of me. Yeah, same. So let's start with the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, all in all, I would kind of rename them the Anaheim <sighs> fucks, or the Anaheim sucks, or the Anaheim sucks. Or
2: I'm bored and I'm gonna go to bed because I can't think of a more boring team in the NHL right now. I know
1: now. the fastest way to make this team exciting. How fix How? your fucking uniform?
0: Yeah, yeah. Or get Trevor Ziegler yes. on the team. Yeah, or that, that too. one. That too. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, and I'd watch
1: that. No, the Wild Wing Reverse Retro is not fixing your uniform. Ugh. Just make it like you have a cool mascot. I yeah. mean, I'm, look no, at it, look at what Oregon does. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan, but it's still entertaining.
0: No, it is. They they do a wonderful job. I mean, yeah, the Anaheim's going to be a bottom feeder this year. We know that going into it. I mean, they they're just kind of depleted. Um, they've got a couple. Good rising buds in there, I would say. You know, Sam Steele, Cam Fowler's still running, still playing. The Troy Diesel Terry. Level. Troy Terry's coming. Silverberg. S- Silverberg. Max Z- Comtois. Did you know Silverberg? Did I say this last? <laughs> 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 uh, I said this last year. <laughs> One, I think I talked deja vu, I talked about did you know Silverberg is thirty one years old? I guess he's like yeah. thirty two now. Two, come on my toit. Can't yeah. can't forget about Hysterical. that. <laughs> um Zegers definitely has to eventually get some type of crack in the lineup, I think. I mean he's dominating the world junior. Get him right in now. there sooner rather than Might later, well right? USA's not doing anything. USA score uh point totals. I think Ziegris has fifteen and then the next closest guy has seven. Yep. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Or six. It's one of the two, but Ziegress has looked incredible. He's nuts.
1: Yeah. Him and Cousins are going neck and neck for the tournament lead, so hopefully yeah. he can shut him up tonight. Mm-hmm. That'd be so sick. That would be so sick.
0: But yeah, it's about what you would expect
1: for the Ducks. I mean, there's not a whole lot of right not stuff a lot going to say. on. There's stuff coming in the future. It's just not there yet. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, no disrespect to Anaheim. You know, we've, we've had previous guests that are fans and... All that good stuff. Shouts sure. on. So yeah, and hey, there was there was a set of glory days for ducks. Uh, oh, yeah, once yeah. upon a time, they yeah. were not they a boring. Were, they were franchise. really good from like oh five to like twenty
2: fifteen. I and mean, they won the cup in uh, what oh six or something like that? yeah oh seven yeah uh, oh yeah right because
0: lockout yeah uh, yeah but um, yeah. So not not a whole lot here on the ducks. Um, we're going to move on to the Arizona Coyotes. A team that seems like they are making roster moves that legitimately think they have a chance. Um, the question is, do they actually have a chance? If you were to ask me, I would say, not a shot. I no. I know how you feel the same.
1: The big question for me is, that I feel like this team has been in limbo since their conference run on the shoulders of Paul Bissonnette in 2011. <laughs> uh, but, like, they've just not... It's sort of like <laughs> I, I look at them in the same breath that I always use with Montreal. It's like you're always about like that 500 yeah. team that misses the playoffs by like eight points one they year. They won't commit to right. the rebuilding. Just commit to the rebuild or commit to trying to go like trade away some pieces yeah. to try and like get someone else. They're so in purgatory. It, they are. They're like, just
0: like the Wild. Just like the Canadians. I like to call them the purgatory
1: teams. Yes, that's it. That should have been <clears throat> one of the divisions. Just put all the purgatory teams well, and it in one division. Seems like
2: year after year, their goal or their their best-case scenario goal is, like, we're hoping to win one playoff round this year. Or make play- the playoffs. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's one of those two things. And then it's like, after that, they're like, cool, happy to be here. Yeah. Like,
0: Well, I mean, uh, they, they, they lost they lost Taylor Hall, right? So that's kind of yeah. a blow to their That offense. rental didn't work. So. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll see what Kemper does. Yeah. I, I know he got hurt last season, and that kind of shot them in the foot. Um, and he was having a really... Strong season up until that point. I mean, I'm looking at their roster right now. Is it good? Yeah, it's 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 decent. I would say this is probably one of the weaker divisions, or let me rephrase that, top-heavy divisions. Um, but when I start looking at the third and fourth line, Lawson Kraus, Barrett Hayton, Christian Fisher. Fourth line, you can't even recognize a name. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're getting there. I, yeah. I don't I don't think it's there yet. I don't know if it's, it'll ever get there. It's similar
1: to Anaheim. Like, there's young yeah. guys there that just need time to grow. It's not happening right now. Uh, I don't see this team making the playoffs. No.
0: Curious to see what Clayton Keller does this season, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, seem, seems to have a little swagger to him. He does. Got to back it up, though. Yeah. Um. Next team, probably, or not probably, literally, uh, the odds-on favorite according to Vegas to win the Stanley Cup, the Colorado Avalanche. They're just fucking stacked.
1: This team is loaded, and the scary thing is they're only going to get more loaded in the next two years.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, you know, you got Byram. Mm -hmm. So that's obviously going to help. You know, a bona fide A-plus prospect on the defensive end. So, yeah, Um, I'm curious to see, is this the season that McKinnon finally brings home the heart? Because I know that we literally suck him dry on this show. I'm wearing a shirt that has his name on the back right now. So, um, one of my guys, I like him. You know, Sid's friend. Obviously, going to be nice to him. Oh we got. He's, if, he's, if you're oh, a friend yeah, of if Where's you're a <laughs> you're a friend of Sid, you're a friend of mine. That's all I gotta say. Um, so, yeah, is he going to be in the heart conversation at the end of the year? Probably. Um, is McCarr going to have a sophomore slump? I don't think so. I think he's too good. I would opinion. agree.
1: I, I don't. Agree. I don't really see that coming. I from would him. argue
2: that a lot of these AVS players are. Pretty much right in their wheelhouse of like prime production right yeah. now, and this could be a really big year. I mean, this year they have a really serious shot to yeah. to win it all. Last year it felt that way in the playoffs, but obviously injuries yep. kind of just took Gotta the best out of them. This and, year. and by the end of the playoffs, I know we talked about it. You know, you almost didn't want them to advance um, past uh, the stars in that yeah. in that game because it was like, damn, they're going down if they yes. do. Um, but you know, they're recharged They're They should be all set as far as those injuries go.
1: Now, I think this could be a really big year for the Avs. I completely agree. I think you look at guys like not even like the big star players, but like a guy like Berkey who really sort of took another step forward, uh, last season in the playoffs and and
2: confidence is so big for a guy like him. He's got to be feeling good and and feeling pretty comfortable in, in those, those threads over there and in that locker room at this point, he's a, a, you know, a solid contributor that they all trust and um, on a nightly basis should be able to find the back of the net.
1: Definitely. And then they add Devon Taves on the back end. So mm-hmm. uh, I think, you know, in a couple years and maybe even next year, you could be saying that these guys have one of the best, if not the best decors in the NHL. So, yeah, uh, without a doubt, a legitimate Stanley Cup contender, some people's pick as the favorite to win it going into this year.
0: For me the only the only weakness, or not even, but um goaltending. I'm curious to see. It's a question mark. I mean Gruby's had some injuries yeah. in the yeah. past. I know that they have uh that backup Francoise. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Françoise.
1: Mm-hmm. Françoise.
0: Yeah. that's
2: right. I yeah. tried. Yeah. Pavel. Whatever. Pavel? Is that yep. yeah, yeah. Right. He's
0: Russian?
1: Czech, I thought.
0: I don't no. fucking know. I don't know. Stay just, tuned. Yeah, okay. Um he was a solid backup for them last season, won us a little bit of cash into that. Uh, that's that's the big question mark for me. Grub- yeah, he's check. Groobies, okay. Groobies. So if a first guy's name is Pavel, he's not automatically Russian. Gotcha. Um, oh, you just checked. What? I, I, what I, is I, he? It, it,
1: don't worry, he checks out.
0: But oh, so he's checked. What you checked? I'm what lo- is he? I'm losing brain cells. Listening. <laughs> who's on first? Right. <laughs> goaltending is the weakness, in my opinion. If there is a weakness that you can nitpick, I would say it's probably the goaltending. But yeah, Colorado is definitely one of, if not the favorite, to win the Stanley Cup this season. Uh, the LA Kings, riddled with prospects that are currently playing in the World Juniors right now, there's nine to be exact, but I think this season is going to be rough. However, they do have a couple bright spots up in the system. Alex Turcott looks good this tournament, and they just recently got Quinton Byfield number two overall in the most recent draft, right behind Alexis Lafreniere. Uh, they definitely have you know, some up-and-comers who could be legitimate superstars in this league, but as far as this season is concerned... You know, Kopitar is aging, Dowdy's expensive and aging, Quick is expensive and aging, uh, Dustin Brown is no longer the captain and his production's gone down ever since their cup runs. So uh, Jeff Carter's still on the team. I did yeah, I know Jeff Carter's yeah, still I don't playing. Know how. How? What the yeah. hell. Jeff Carter's still playing, so um it's tough right now for LA.
1: Yeah. Uh you know, Toffoli left. Yeah. That was one of their better players. And then he, well, he was
2: rental for Vancouver, and now he's in yeah, Montreal, right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, like, I think you nailed it. It's sort of the same thing with Anaheim. You know, there's, uh, they have nine prospects in the World Juniors, which is the most by a long shot. Mm-hmm. And this team is going to be good. It's just going to take some time. It's not going to happen this year. Might not happen next year. Um, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh... You know, probably going to be a bottom feeder. I would say that's probably a fair assessment. So it is what it is. It's, I concur. It, it is what it is. Uh, moving on next, we are going on to a purgatory team, the Minnesota Wild. Uh, you can expect the same thing this year that you've seen in the last—I don't know—ten years. <laughs> yeah, they might squeak a playoff spot somehow, some way, and if they don't, they'll probably just miss it in the you know, as a, outside the playoff bubble by two, four, six points, maybe. But. Nothing different this time around. There's a I think. really
2: good set of bullet-pointed notes under the wild here on mm-hmm. our dock. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty pleased with the in-depth uh, stats that we pulled up for this team this year. I think
1: it it really gets right to the point. It too. does. It,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm just sure. gonna read you their their projected starting centers for this season, and gotcha. I think this should say it all. So Nick Bukestad is on the first line according to <laughs> himself. Oh. Uh, that's how that's One how of that's your favorite going. players. Shit. Nick Bonino is the second-line center. Joel Eriksson-Eck is the third-line center. And Victor Rask is projected to be the fourth-line center. Again, all according to Daily Faceoff. The only thing that I do like is... Help me out here, Nick. Kirill Krap, K- Kaprizov. Kaprizov is sick. He's nasty. He's nasty. And it sucks that he's in Minnesota because he's probably going to wither away to nothing <laughs> and get get 1,000 different trades. But... um, that is one bright spot on their team, in my opinion. Uh, and then when you look at their decor, I mean, Jared Spurgeon got, just got named the captain of the team yesterday, so congrats to him. Oh, nice.
1: Is Bruce still the coach? <clears throat> no, it's Dean Evison. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yep. That's right.
0: Um, they still got Suter eating up a ton of minutes. I know there was some trade talk with Dumba. Uh, not sure what the latest on that is. And then Brodeen's still a solid spot on the back end, so... The back end's not bad, but it's nothing special. You almost wish they were shittier, right? Because
2: yeah. they're not gonna finish like right very last. They won't and get out. like a sick draft pick yeah. or something. But well, they're, they're just they're not gonna make the playoffs. And no, they're just not. Like, well, and
0: I don't know. This might be kind of mean, but like their goal, like their goaltenders are literally the definition of like purgatory players. Like Cam yeah. Talbot, Alex Stalock, never made a decent run but also are brought onto rosters to kind of bolster them, and they always end up in that, like, 16th, 17th in the league kind of spot. right. It's just it all fits way too easily. Yeah. And uh, it sucks because I like Bill Guerin as the GM there, but he's just – they're cursed. I don't know how else to put it.
1: I mean, he's got his work cut out for him. It's just – Yes. Same thing we said with Arizona. You just got to commit to it.
2: They're going to be a boring team to watch this year too. For sure. I would say anytime you see that the Wild are playing – the Ducks just like go to bed or something. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it's
2: not really if, worth it. If that's the case, he's going to be a. And they're going to play each other what an eight times <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, I'll we're going to have to sit through eight different games uh, between the Wild and the Ducks this year. I don't
0: know if you realize how hard it is for me. Or to go seven or RPM. whatever. Yeah, that's it's a struggle. Uh, next team up, we have the San Jose Sharks. Uh, I went out on a limb at the end of this most recent season and said I don't think that they're going to be as bad as people think that they're going to be or that they even were this past season. I think they're going to uh, make a little noise. Uh Devin Dubnik signing definitely helps uh help solve that problem with cold steamy shit store Martin <laughs> Jones. I don't know how many <laughs> times I have to tell that story if you've been listening to us Every for a time. while. You've you've heard my takes on Martin Jones. Um you know, can their star players bounce back from what was probably considered a collectively bad season last year? I think they can. Uh, I think they've got some gamers on their team. I think Couture's a gamer. Uh, I think he brings a lot to the table. You know, you obviously have the two big guns with Burns and Carlson on the back end. Now they have a goalie who is very capable of having a good season. Yeah, I'm not saying Dubnyk is. I mean, at one point in time, when the Wild were making runs, Dubnyk was considered a top five goalie. Uh, he
1: was up there he
0: or, maybe Top not 10 for sure yeah yeah when he was hot he yeah. he was up there um but yeah I, I think the sharks can make a little noise this year what do you guys think
1: i'm torn i was thinking about this today speaking while i was taking a martin jones and i um <laughs> was sort of going back and forth i could see them like i could see burns and carlson and vlasic and you know Timo Meyer and Tomasz Hertl bouncing back from what I think collectively was just a horrible year for all of them last year. And then there's the other part of me that took a look at their lineup and didn't really have a lot of confidence when I took a look at it. It just didn't seem like a lot was there. So I don't know. It I, I, I don't think this team's going to make the playoffs. It's tough because
2: on paper, just straight up, I'm like, no, not a playoff team. But when you look at the division – they might be that fourth team that makes the playoffs because I don't know who else it would because be. there's a hole there exactly because you know I think we all know that probably Vegas, St. Louis, um, Colorado, are, are, and Colorado are going to all finish in the top three, whatever that order ends up being. And then who's that fourth team going to be? It's not. I can't imagine it's going to be the Ducks or the could maybe the Coyotes. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's got to be. I don't think it's gonna be the wild either. So I mean <laughs> it the, has to be somewhere. The Sharks might be in a situation where if they can help themselves a little bit, they might be able to sneak in. Um uh, but I agree with you. I, you know, you look at their projected line combos and you look at the first two lines and you're like, Oh, okay, I mean, yeah, that's not it's not terrible, but as
0: soon as you get to the, the bottom six forward group, it's like yeah. shit. I think depth is definitely gonna be a factor. I do like the trades, uh I already said I like that they got Dubnik and that. But I think the Ryan Donato trade might be a little underrated. I like that. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got some potential there, and I think if you put him in the right situation, he'll be fine. And let's not forget, guys, they signed Patrick Marlowe. They're good. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> the waste of space that we own. The fact
1: that he's only like what like forty two games away from being
0: the all time games played leader is nuts. Yeah. So I hope he gets it. That'd I hope he really gets it cool. too. I give him a hard time. I just don't like that the Pens traded for him. But he's a good dude. I mean, I it, yeah. he's probably like the most likable typical canadian guy that like helps every neighbor like three streets down the neighborhood he's right. like oh he's my neighbor i'll get my lawnmower and it's like okay <laughs> so yeah i, I i'm i i'm rooting for patty it also
1: just, i think just the significance of that record like that's a gordy howe record that's yeah that's that's how freaking old so yeah jesus
0: yeah um and obviously jumbo joe departing I, that's the one thing i wonder if it'll tear the locker room not maybe not tears the right word but um you know, cause a rift or something. He's a know. big presence. Yeah. He yeah. Is, big yeah. presence. Big presence. So we'll, well see.
2: Well, when, when stuff like that happens, though, it goes one way or the other, right? It, it either kind of tears them apart and it's a big hole and they don't know what to do. But I feel like maybe getting Marlowe back might might help fill that a little bit. And
3: yeah.
2: um, perhaps some of the younger guys feel like there's a little more room for them to mm-hmm. shine too. So you never know.
0: Also, make it known Thomas Hurdle was hurt for a while last season. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this season, he's going to be healthy. So. Very talented player. He's still still got a lot of uh, yeah. good years ahead of him. Yeah. yeah, and all they show is the between-the-legs goal against the Rangers. All right, next team, St. Louis Blues. Obviously, the big storylines. They lose their captain and Alex Petrangelo to now division rival Vegas Golden Knights, but they ended up cucking Boston and ended up stealing one of their gems in Torrey Krug at, prop, I would say, maybe a little bit of a high price, but nothing you can complain about as a fan, I would say. Um, Just a good decor. This is the thing that stands out to me. Krug, Vince Dunn, Colton Pareko, Justin Falk. That's a nasty top four. It really is. Uh, I I really like the build of this team. I think Steen retiring might not hurt them production wise, but, you know, locker room presence, uh, intangibles, all the the cliches that you guys love hearing. I think St. Louis is going to be Sneak sneaky good this year. I, I mean, obviously they they made the Stanley Cup playoffs two seasons ago. People know them. They they're not sneak. They're supposed to be good, but for some reason, I think they're going to be better off this year without Petrangelo and having Krug there. I um, could be wrong. Don't we,
2: forget, we also have Tarasenko out yes. long term. Yes. I think Boeester's hurt as well.
0: That's yes. not nearly as big of a blow, but right. you know, yeah, the um, Tarasenko t- does hurt. But yeah.
2: it, but it's interesting because looking at their their core forward group, like um right off the bat you you almost don't realize like one of their best players is missing you know you look yes. at you look at their projected lines on daily faceoff and you're like okay that looks pretty good and then you're like oh shit it would it's supposed to be even better than that with mm-hmm. to, you know some yeah. of those guys that are on the second line would normally be third line and yeah so forth so you know it'll be interesting to see how they can move forward without him for mm-hmm. now at least but
1: the Hoffman thing is big too.
2: That's big. It X factor. Re- it really adds a punch. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
1: On that like what did they have him on the third line on Daily Face? They've got him or on second line, second line with okay.
2: Robert Thomas and Schwartz. Ooh, I like that. Um, which means that, you know, a guy like Zach Sanford doesn't have to play on your second line, yeah. which to me he's got third line written all over him. He's a total like two way player that's gonna go out there and play hard every shift and that's right where you want him, especially center, Tyler Bozak. I think that's a good, right, yeah. good third line right there.
0: I Yeah, it's a great third line, honestly. they got a lot of depth up front. they got a lot of depth in the back. Um, we'll see what Bennington has in store for us this coming season. I think last season he was still decent, but um, – He wasn't
2: like the year before.
0: Yeah, no. yeah, and, and that's hard it's to kind replicate. kind of a Matt
2: Murray situational moss where yeah. – yeah exactly peaks immediately and and suddenly everything everyone thinks he's god and then it's like well hold on i mean i'm still fucking young man like give me a
0: break yeah i love the kyle clifford edition by the way yeah i know that it's a little underrated but i think a guy with that kind of experience fourth line been there done that grit hits the shit out of people i think that's going to be a good addition for them
1: I'm interested to see if Pareko can bounce back. I think he had a little bit of an off year, and I think Falk did too. I don't know if it was the transition or something, but if those guys could, like take another huge step forward, look mm-hmm. out. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, do, how, so how long is Tarasenko out for? Like the whole year confirmed?
1: I don't really think anyone knows. Yeah.
0: What's wrong with him? Do you know? Is it sh- I can't remember. He's had shoulder problems, I think. I don't know if it's a shoulder. It
1: is. Drum roll, please.
0: Shoulder. There you go. I mean, I'm no doctor, but, I mean, (laughs) shit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, if he comes back this season, that could help them a lot. You know, there's all those people who are saying that he might not be the same player when he comes back, but, you know.
0: Dude, looking at Alex Turcotte on this screen, he literally looks like he's 14. Yeah. And I look at these guys like they're my age. He
1: looks exactly like his dad, though. It's yeah. so yeah. funny.
0: It's just crazy how – look at – like Oh, these, my gosh. Yeah. Someone yeah. pick up your kids from school. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how these U-20 guys, you, you watch them skate, and you're like, oh, like uh, – They're men. My, they're my yeah. – yeah, they're men. Yeah. They're my age. And then you see them on TV. It's like, holy shit, they got math homework to do tonight. Yeah. Um. All right, and the last team in the West Division – Nick's favorite and Mac's Uh, favorite, the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, They obviously got arguably the biggest fish in free agency in Alex Petrangelo. Big question, does this addition push them to the promised land? Uh, I think you all will hear uh, the expected opinions of the three of us. There's been rumors that they were going to shop Patch Ready, but that hasn't happened, and I think they're going to end up keeping him for the whole year. Uh, and can Carlson get back to his Vegas inaugural season form when he had 40 goals? I think that's going to be a huge key for them. Uh, he came out of the gate swinging hard when in Vegas' first season when they made the cup run. And he's kind of tapered off just a little bit in the past couple seasons. I think he played a little above his potential. Um, what are your guys' thoughts?
1: I don't see him getting back to that 40 goal thing and honestly I don't think he needs to be there I think where he is right now is fine now obviously if he could do a little bit better than that I'm sure they would love it but they're deep enough where they don't need a guy to go out and get 40 like that in a season, and they're still going to be just as deadly.
2: I mean, on paper, this team is absolutely stacked. If you look at it compared to those other teams in the division, they're set. Um, I love how Chandler Stevenson has fit in with this team as much as I love to hate on the Knights. And uh, believe me, I hate the Vegas Golden Knights. But <laughs> um I have my reasons, trust me. Anyway, <laughs> Chandler Stevenson, I love how he is fit in. I mean, on Daily Faceoff, they have him set up to be hit the first line center here. Yeah. I don't know if that'll happen or not, but either way, he's been a tremendous part of that team since that trade. Um, I actually was using his hockey stick last night on nice. the ice because I don't have my normal sticks home. Nice. So I just went in the basement to see what I could find and there was a Chandler Stevenson stick and a Brooks-like stick that I got at one of those little, like, player Ooh, sales a while nice. back. Um, and the Brooks-like stick was just <laughs> – no, no offense to my guy, but it was just chunky and, like, non-existent <laughs> curve and, like, huge warrior stick. And I was go. like, I'm not using that. Yeah. But the Chandler State was like a CCM tax. Nice. Nice nice little curve on it for his little backhand move that he does every single time on the breakaway. Every single time. But no, long story short, this is a good Knights team. I mean, look at their offense. Look at their defense. Look at their fucking goaltending. Yeah, no. They're ridiculous. They're set.
1: I'm interested to see if guys like Cody Glass and Nikola Wah can take another big step forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I feel like as long as... Pacioretty's in the league there's going to be trade rumors about him it just seems that's the way that his career goes I don't I mean the league tends to pick on players like that and so does the media so you know take that with a grain of salt until you actually start to see some stuff happening but uh, yeah, Shea Theodore was great. Uh, I think he'll take another big step forward this year. And Mac, you nailed it. I think their goalie tandem is probably the best in the league right Let's now.
2: Let's not forget Shea Theodore made us a whole bunch of money in the he did. past playoffs mm, yeah. too. Yeah, actually. he's he's sick, and I've been I've been kind of tooting his horn since the start. Shea Theodore over half a point for yeah. it'll be a ridiculous odd, but he'll get it. Every it was night. like five yeah. games in a row yeah. too. Yep.
0: I just find it funny that their entire first line the year that they went to the cup against the Caps with Marsha show Carlson and Riley Smith is now their second line mm-hmm. and their yeah. first line still sick. They got patch Allegedly Chandler Stevenson. We'll see how that plays out. I could see Cody glass, maybe taking a spot. I don't know. Uh, and Mark stone, who's one of the best players, two way players in the league. So true. Their stats, and I mean their fourth line is exactly what you want your fourth line to yep. be too. Gritty,
2: Thomas Nosick, Will Carrier, and of course, big bad Ryan Reeves. Mm. Next favorite player, yeah. Tom Wilson Light. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Wilson Light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Um, I don't
0: know about light. Like, yeah, uh, we're like not going <laughs> to get it. No, I know we're not going to get into this debate.
1: This team is good. There's no denying that. Bottom line is they're going to be up there in contention for winning this division, and they're obviously a cup favorite going into the season. They're There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, It seems like that on paper, them and Colorado are on a collision course uh, for that second-round playoff matchup. So whoever gets out of this division is not only going to be good, but they're also going to be battle-tested, which I think is something to keep in mind.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So now for the moment you've all been waiting for, I'm going to read you guys the odds to win the division. Not the cup, not the conference, the division. So keep that in mind. So, we have the Colorado Avalanches, the favorites, at plus 180. The Vegas Golden Knights at plus 200. The St. Louis Blues at plus 450. The Arizona Coyotes at plus 900. The Minnesota Wild at plus 1,000. The San Jose Sharks at plus 1,000. The LA Kings at plus 1,200. And the Anaheim Ducks at plus 1,400. Granted, keep in mind... These odds are as of January 5th. If there's any injuries in training camp or something crazy goes wrong, this is subject to change. This is according to the Vegas sportsbook, uh, Caesars Palace. So what do you guys think? Who are you picking?
1: Colorado wins this division. What
0: do you think, Matt? I want to go last. Okay. Um, I've teeter-tottered (laughs) – I mean, yeah, uh, last year we said we gave value picks and we gave who we think we're going to win this year. We're just giving it one and one. I, I, I can't really see Colorado losing this division, so I'm going to have to go with Colorado plus 180. with Nick.
1: I, n- I know exactly what you're about to say. I know what he's going to yeah. say.
0: I'm going to give it to Vegas. Yeah. I think Vegas
2: is going to win the division.
1: Just because I, as pesky as they are
2: um, and as deep as they are through that whole lineup, I I just think it'll be a grind to the end, but also I think the big advantage for them is uh, the short season. I yeah. think that um, they're a team that, that usually has a pretty quick start, or at least their their couple of years that we've seen them, they have pretty quick start, and um, I expect it to be similar this year. Uh, and I kind of see it being a situation where Colorado just has trouble catching up. And gotcha. maybe had it been an 82-game season, they would get there, but that's gotcha. that's my prediction.
0: I can see that. All right, so there's your uh, there's your Western Division picks, uh, and we're going to move on to the Central Division here shortly. But before we do, uh, just want to talk to you about brackish life.
1: God damn it!
0: Yeah, let's talk to him about brackish. Life. <laughs> yeah, do do tell. <laughs> So let's talk about Brackish Life. If you're like us and you grew up on the water and outdoors, then Brackish Life is perfect for you. They have a wide selection of gear from UV shirts to hoodies and hats. And might I say the UV shirts are some of the comfiest that I've ever worn. It's Real Bay apparel made by Real Bay people. Head to www.brackish.life today to check them out. A little salty, a little fresh Brackish Life. Brackish Life has also teamed up with Rink to Reef, Chesapeake Bay, To preserve the area many of us call home, Rank to Reef repurposes broken hockey sticks into oyster restoration habitats. Brackish Life donates a portion of their proceeds to Rank to Reef to further preserve the beautiful Chesapeake Bay area. Support this great cause by checking out www.brackish.life today. Thank you, Brackish Life. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, You would think I'd have that memorized by now, but... Yeah, uh, you'll get there. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, All right, moving on to the Central Division. So, in the Central Division this year, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Carolina Hurricanes, the Dallas Stars, the Nashville Puck Line Predators, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Florida Panthers, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Detroit Dead Wings. So
1: weird. It is so weird. I mean,
2: this is... You may as well have thrown all the NHL teams into a hat mm-hmm. and picked and just started eight of them out, yeah. and here we have ourselves a division. Yeah, It's just a
0: b- total blender. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird that the two teams that competed with each other in the Stanley Cup Final are now in the same division. I would beg to reckon. I'd reckon yeah. to beg. Beg to reckon. Nick, <laughs> fuck, dude, don't let this happen to me. I would wreck. what is it?
1: I don't know what you're trying I to say. I honestly don't know yeah. what you're going for here. I beg
0: to reckon. I beg to differ? I yeah. be- No, I'm begging to reckon. We're going <laughs> to roll with it. I don't know.
1: Like I... you reckon that that has never happened before? I reckon.
0: I beg to reckon. Just I reckon, yeah. I think. Get you the- don't, don't have know. to you beg. Don't you don't have to beg. Know. Just, just, just reckon. <laughs> you can reckon if you want to. Just uh, reckon. Uh, words are so difficult.
2: Oh, I'm so anyway, happy. This is Anyway, listen. I don't even know like- what I was
0: going to say at this point. I reckon the bag just <laughs> completely put me in a pretzel. Uh, I don't even know. We're
2: talking about this is the kitchen sink
0: smoothie division. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. This is the, the
2: fraternity you trash everything can in punch. Your...
0: Of... <laughs> I can't take this. All right. Yeah. I, I, I beg to reckon <laughs> that uh, this, this is the first time that the Stanley Cup, finals are now, Stanley Cup finalists are now playing in the same division as each other. Wow. If you've stayed through us with that, thank you so much. Um, so we got the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Kucherov, out for the season, their best player. That's not great, obviously. Um, that's a huge blow to their team. What I would say is now is Stamkos' time to really show us that, one, he's healthy, and, two, he's still the sta- same old Stamkos that we know and love.
1: It's a big loss for them, but let's be real. Like, Go ahead and look at your lineup, Tampa Bay fans. You're fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys are still stacked. Yeah. If
1: they like were cry in, about it. Like, seriously. Like, go ahead and cry about it. You just won the Cup. You're going to be fine. If they were in the East, you can go ahead and be a little bit concerned. But in this division, you're fine. You're still the top dog.
0: Yeah. And I would say that it's probably an agreement across the board that behind Colorado and according to Vegas, uh, Tampa would be the second odds-on favorite to win the Stanley Cup.
1: I would say so, probably.
0: I mean, granted, they just won it, so that's pretty typical, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like their lineup. I mean, it's hard not to. They still got Vasilevsky in net, who is, in a lot of eyes, maybe not Nick or mine or Max, but Vasilevsky. Some people. Yeah, uh, you know, widely he's regarded. He's the best goaltender in the league. Yeah, and then you still got what he's I right consider what I consider the best defenseman in the league in Victor Hedman. Up so there. So that's tough. Uh, Braden Point, the empty betters killer, for lack of a better term. Nick and I were way off at the start. Uh, of this show about him, he obviously shoved it right up our hoop, so that kind of sucks. And not just gonna p- lie, their their decor
2: besides Headman though doesn't really impress me that much. Really, it's like,
1: there's not a lot that jumps out. I've said this a hundred thousand times, but I never John, was. John Ruda, like, like I was never on. impressed with Ryan McDonough. I I, I will either. say this: my favorite. Like, if you go watch old overtime playoff goals on YouTube, like I do at four in the morning when I can't sleep. Yep, same. There's like six. That, <laughs> against the Rangers, and two of them were Caps. McDonough getting burned. McDonough <laughs> either gets burned or he's in the penalty box in overtime It just has the <laughs> best look on his face when he skates out of it. He's just so Fuck. disgusted with himself. Uh, but, like, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Like, Eric Chernak, Luke Shen. Okay. Sergachev is good. Sergachev is good, but, He's like, nasty, but... That, you know,
2: Hedman and yes, sick. But... The others are all kind of like a coin flip, I think. Like, you don't know what you're going to get on a nightly basis from, like, Chernak. Like,
1: McDonough can be your steady Eddie, but he's not going to be your, like, superstar by any means.
2: McDonough, you do know what you're going to get, but what you're getting isn't that great. It's He's
1: kind of slow. I mean, how old is the guy now? It's got to be 33, 34. Stay tuned. Ryan McDonough. Yeah, it sounds about
0: right. Um... They can kind of get away with a little bit of a weaker decor, though, because they have some forwards that are just unreal on defense. They're so deep up front. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, Anthony Shirelli, who a lot of people consider to be a Selkie finalist in the years coming, Yanni Gord, Grinder, Matthew Joseph, Grinder. They still have Kalorn? They do. So, you got Kaloran, good two way guy. And Pat Maroon. Pat Maroon. I mean, he's going to mix it up in the corners. So, their, their roster Coleman. is, yeah, they're all good. I mean, these are all good, solid two way players. And, you know, we might talk about Braden Point mostly as an offensive guy, but, I mean, he's got a good two way game, too. Stamkos is responsible in the defensive end. So, McDonough um, McDonough's 31. Maybe I'm hating on him too much.
1: Interesting. Okay. I was off but by But still, like two I don't know. Years. I feel like he's
2: just yeah. fine.
1: Yeah. That's a good way to put it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Whatever.
2: Basically, I'm looking for something in the Lightning's lineup that isn't that good, and I'm kind of struggling to find it. But Gotcha.
0: I still don't understand. I like, do think their D is probably their weakest point. I would say so. I don't understand how they are able to keep some of these forwards. Like They still have Tyler Johnson. They still have Andre Pallat. They still have you know all these guys that were like the right. triplets a couple seasons yep. ago. You would think one of them would be gone, and they're all still there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they
1: bought in, and I guess it worked.
0: Yeah, I mean, evidently. So, yeah, I'd say that Lightning are prob- uh, probably the second best team in the league behind Colorado and uh, the clear-cut favorites to win the Central Division. Uh, the next team, Nick and Mac's favorite, the Carolina Hurricanes. God. I'll let you guys uh, kind of take this one.
1: Um, So annoying. Yeah, so irrelevant, too. Um, no, I, uh, they're, I mean, they're forwards. You look at them, you look at that top line and that's freaking terrifying, but, yeah, um, obviously a great decor. I th- my big question for them, and we've said this for like the last five years with the Canes is what are we going to see goaltending wise? You just never know what you're going to get. That's their biggest weakness, I think. And it's been their biggest question mark going into every season. So I'm
2: far. team Peter Mrazik. I, I have faith in Mrazik. Much more so than James Reimer. 100%. And granted, Reimer played a couple games during the bubble playoffs, and he actually impressed me. He actually looked pretty good. But aside from the little COVID bubble sample that we got from all these teams as recently as we saw hockey, in general, I'm much more hip to Mrozik than I am reimer
1: i'd be like completely content like if i was the gm it's like okay james james reimer's your backup yeah
0: okay yeah that's fine i'm good with that just say
1: it yeah yeah
0: and their defensive core is honestly where they excel um you could argue that they have the best defensive core in the league nhl discussion uh has them ranked number one uh their top pairing would be slavin and dougie hamilton that's pretty damn sick uh, daily face-off has Dougie Hamilton rated the number one right defenseman in the entire NHL by the way Just I don't buy that thing.
1: but he's up there but I don't buy number one
0: uh, Brady Shea and Brett Pesci on the second pairing and then Jake Gardner and Hayden Fleury on the third so yeah uh, why don't they have Fucalli on it? sorry that was, <laughs> that was my. So, sorry guys we, we were NHL Network's on the television and they had the Caps goaltending depth and they didn't have Fucali on there they had the other four well guess what my boy's gonna make a run Um, But yeah, they they have an insane decor, a really good first line, pretty decent depth. I mean, when Jordan stalls your third line center, you obviously have some decent depth. Uh, I I would expect the Canes to be very competitive. Sveshnikov is just uh, unreal and looks like... He's going to be the next Russian sniper to take over the league, so we'll see. Uh, Just don't let him get in any more fights.
1: Yeah, that would be bad. I
0: had a feeling that was coming.
1: Uh, I'm looking to see another big step out of Trochak. I feel like that transition wasn't as smooth as he wanted it to be. I think he struggled a little bit to sort of find his role, but I think second-line center for him is a good spot.
0: Yeah, no, I I think that's safe. And Stalls, he's good enough where he can take the the big minutes if need be, so I, I think he'll be all right there.
2: I think for the all NHL name team, we gotta just mention Morgan
0: Geeky. Highlight <laughs> what the just hell, highlight man? Real what name. the hell? Yeah, Geeky. I like that. Love it. Um, All righty, so we're gonna move on to the Dallas Stars, and you're probably asking yourself, "Oh shit, that's probably the." F- I beg to reckon that's the first time that <laughs> the Stars and the Lightning Stop. are going to be in the same Stop. division. <laughs> um, so Dallas Stars, how can they bounce back after losing the Cup? That's the big question. Everybody's kind of um, dealing with a little bit of a shortened offseason, with the exception of the eight teams who didn't make the uh, bubble tourney. So, so
2: what's up with Sagan? He's out, but why?
1: Uh, I don't
0: know. I don't know exactly
2: why, uh, but because that's a big question, isn't? It, I think
1: last I checked, they have he's someone just, else out too, don't they?
2: Uh, I mean, like Stephen Johns is out. That's true. Uh, but I last I checked, I think Sagan is just supposed to miss like the. They said the start of the season.
1: Bishop's out
2: too. Uh Oh well. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Who that cares? Makes sense. That's
2: yeah.
1: fine.
0: Well, I mean, so obviously it all starts with and He had an unreal playoffs. He really certified himself uh, as a number one goaltender. So I would expect nothing short of the same. It sounds the like season.
2: Sagan is getting hip a hip Ugh. surgery or some shit. So it's yeah. sit like that's pretty. Serious. But I think he already got it. though. Oh, okay. So I probably recovering. Yeah, I guess they just don't know exactly when he's going to be back. But
0: anyway. Well, they still got some studs up front. They still got Jamie Benn, that we all know and love. They got Rupe Hintz and Dennis Garianov. Uh They had great playoffs and they had great campaigns last season. So uh, I think the Stars will be okay. They have good forward depth, they've got two dynamite workhorses on the back end with Klingberg and Heiskanen, So I think that yeah. they'll be okay. Um, as far as moving God, the puck up. Miro yes. is one of the most fun players in the league to Unbelievable. watch
2: right now.
1: I said it in the playoffs. I was like, that's my favorite. I think that's like the best skater yeah. I've ever seen. I'll watch the
2: Stars play anyone this season yeah. just because of him. Like, I think he's a really, really fun player to watch. It'll be interesting to see if guys like Yoel Kiviranta are, were just mm-hmm. like kind of a, you know, sometimes you're in the playoffs and a random guy just gets hot and, and he's your guy. Exactly. And yeah. then the next season he's not even in the Freaking NHL. Or
1: Max Talbot. Exactly. I mean, we never heard of that guy after that at all. I mean, he was a bum basically for another, like, what, four years?
2: Dude,
0: we're trying to get him on the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are trying
2: to get him on the podcast. Oh, shit. Uh, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, like, guys like uh, like Ronta can, can actually hold up and, and be a solid contributor.
0: Lindell had a great postseason by the way too. he did too That's you were a... you were you were kissing his ass quite a bit i was
1: and we were actually dogging him during the year a little bit because that yeah. whole flopping incident
0: yeah um i mean like i said they, they're a good team i don't know if they'll get back to the cup finals i wouldn't predict them to honestly i think colorado and vegas um are staying in the way i think that carolina might even actually be a little bit better i think tampa's better so i'm not sure there, there's 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 a lot of different factors. We don't even know how the uh, third round will be seeded yet, but uh, you know, uh, by regular season
1: points, yeah. yeah so yeah, but we'll we have see. no idea what that's going to look like. Right.
0: Exactly. So as far as this division is concerned, I would say I still think Carolina's better. Honestly, I think they would win in a series, and I think the Lightning would win in a series as well. So
1: yeah, I definitely think the thing with Dallas is they have the talent, as we saw, to go into the third round. It's just They have some massive hurdles to overcome.
0: Yeah. So. Would you guys agree this is probably the weakest division? Uh, I kind of feel like that. I I would say so.
1: It's it's sort of that awkward mix of like extremely top heavy, and then after like the first three, it just falls off.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just don't feel like Dallas is going to be like the same team as last year and then after that but they like definitely will make the playoffs because yeah. of the yes. division they're yeah. in for right. sure right but other than Tampa I mean Tampa a tier 1 contender I think Carolina like a Carolina's tier 2 definitely going to get in like mm-hmm. yeah I put them as a tier 2 contender same with Dallas and then after that I yeah, it's I all mean, it, it's bottom in feeders Nashville CBJ yeah. has a chance
2: know. to the fact that CBJ has a chance
1: if they play
0: yeah. right This is sort of
2: like – it's
1: sort of like the West where you're like, you know, San Jose, Minnesota, like there is that open spot there. So – Yeah.
0: We'll see. Someone's got to take it, right? Yeah, there's some other divisions that are not like this. No. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we
1: will get to those for sure.
0: Uh, Next up we got the Nashville Predators. Just kill me every season with the amount of money I lose on this team. For some reason I am always betting them to cover the spread, and it never ends up happening when I do that. So – I've had to watch that Matthew Kachuk overtime between the legs goal sixty five thousand times on highlight reels and that was I lost so annoying. I lost a lot of money on that shot. Same. So um yeah, I know you took that with me, yeah. so wonderful. Uh question Soros or Rene? Soros. You think? I think it's time. I
1: think it's time at this point.
0: I mean Renee just didn't it's, have a good campaign. It's
1: a good problem to have because if he looks shaky at all, boom, I go with my now rested but old, but you yeah. know, built like a house, goaltender. So right.
2: and you know, it's great guy to still have around the team and yes. he, you can hope that he can maybe help Saros out. Exactly. A
0: bit well, they're still loaded on the back end. They still got Ryan Ellis, they still got Roman Yossi, who I think um him, Hedman and Carlson, you can kind of rotate however you please those three as your top three in my opinion. Um obviously I have Carlson third. Uh, <laughs> uh the the third
2: D pairing though for Nashville is probably one of the worst in the league. Yeah, it's sussy. It's sussy. So Suspect. that'll be interesting. Yeah. But um that's Matt apparently according to Daily Off, that's gonna be Matt Benning and Mark Bor- Borowitzky. Borowitzki.
0: Borowitzki. Yeah. Um
2: yeah. Yeah, that's a little shaky. But also this is something else to note, this is a fully healthy team. Yes. There's nobody hurt on the Predators.
1: Right. They should be fully ready to go as of right now. That top line and I'm looking He's right sick. down the middle. Ryan Johansson needs to be so much
0: better. Yeah. He had a really bad year. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's sick when they're all playing their yes. best. Yeah. It's sick when they're all playing their best. And honestly, I I'm I'm cool with the the um the Predators' depth down the middle.
1: I like Eric Hall. I I think think
2: Eric Hall is a great third-line center. That's a great player to have on your third line. I'm curious to see what Duchesne does. Yeah. I mean, I know
0: he played, like, I'd say average last year, but if they're going to make some serious noise, he needs to play really good. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion, Victor Arvidsson. He's really good. He's a steal. He's in front of the net all the time, small guy, kind of pesky. He's got a bomb of a slap shot. He's um, got some wheels, too. There's not yeah.
1: a
2: lot of depth on wing here, though. Because, yeah. I mean, they've got Philip Forsberg and Arvid Sim. And, you know, then their next best guy is probably Granlund, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Talent-wise, That's I would a big, say. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, Yarncroke, he's good sometimes. But also, like, Luke Kunin is expected to be on the second line. Like, I don't think... That's certainly not a household name. No, I think if you
1: put him on any other team, you're probably looking at three or four. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, Rocco Grimaldi, another kind of pesky guy, but you know, not not anything really to write home about. It'll be interesting to see. This team is kind of a big question mark for me. Like I could see them playing really well and ending up in that fourth spot, or I could see them just not just not meshing and not not having chemistry.
1: Like if this was two years ago, I would say this team makes the playoffs. No question. For sure. But after what happened last year, it's sort of like, I look at their season last year, sort of similar to what happened with San Jose. Like San Jose really flatlined just all over the board. Wasn't good last year, but I think it was a little bit worse for these guys because I think they have a lot, better yes. talent than yes. San Jose does. Yes,
0: yeah, so I would agree with that. I mean, I think we're all in agreement that Tampa, Carolina, and Dallas are definitely going to be yeah. uh, in the playoffs. It's a question of who grabs that number four spot. It's going to be between Nashville, Columbus, Florida, Chicago, and Detroit. I wouldn't even really count Chicago and Detroit. So you basically got Nashville, Columbus, and Florida. Yeah. And on paper, you would think that Nashville should be that team to make that spot, but I don't know, I got a feeling the Panthers are gonna make some noise. Yeah. Don't
2: sleep on Florida for sure. Yeah. But first we gotta talk about uh C B J. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, so Mac just touched on it, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh you know, now that they're not in the formerly known Metro division, uh, they have a chance. They just won the
1: lottery. <laughs> yeah,
0: literally. I mean, they're not in a completely stacked division with Washington, Pittsburgh, Philly, both New York teams. I mean, this is this is a good chance for them, so Um, they definitely had a very entertaining playoffs, especially with how hard they played Tampa. So what do you guys expect from them this season?
1: I think they're, like you said, they're like in a sneaky position where they could get in and make some noise in the postseason. And whoever they – let's say they make it into the postseason, whoever they match up with in that first round is going, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, it's a torts team. It's a torts team. It's a team that has given – it gave Tampa problems, you know, for two years – they gave the Leafs problems. Like, I mean, they can really bat above their weight, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. However,
2: Nyquist is out for quite some time. Yes.
1: Which is a big loss for them.
0: It is. and I. But, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but I just feel like exactly what you said, Nick. They're a torts team. Like, they next man up mentality every, for yeah. sure. Yeah. They're going to block, like, 20 to 30 shots a game. Yeah. They're going to have a really good penalty kill. And they're going to suffocate you, and yes. that's it's no secret to what their plan is. It's a is. fun team in, in a lot of ways. I think that first line is
2: super interesting with Pierre-Luc Dubois, Alex Texier, and Bjorkstrand. Yeah, I mean, there's that's young talent right there. So it's it should be interesting um, to see how they fare against a lot of teams. But definitely that you know we know they're going to be blocking shots, getting in the lane,
0: just right, frustrating teams. Great defense. Yeah. That's the thing that stands out. I mean, Seth yes. Jones has definitely made his name known as a top 10 NHL defenseman. Zach Rowenski probably right there, too.
1: I would say that's the best pair in the league.
0: I, it could be. It could it's, be the number one D pair in the league, honestly. It, and I think it could it's, be. the
1: scary thing is it's only going to get better.
0: Uh, yeah. And for me, the biggest question is we saw what Merzlikens could do last season with kind of this. Uh, he impressed me. Yeah, he had a, a fire lit under his ass. He had a good playoffs, but how does it work in a full season? Yeah, when you're playing night in and night well, out Corpus
2: traveling. Got too, so I yeah. think yeah. you know the two of them should be able to share. I would expect them to share things. Well, pretty... Corpasalo yeah. played sick too. I, I yeah. think Corpasalo maybe gets sixty percent of the games. I would and say Elvis gets sixty
1: forty. Yeah, yeah. Also, you I f- think? I think so. His
0: name's fucking Elvis. That's, that's yeah, dope. Yeah, that's badass. <laughs> that's just sick. I'm I sorry. I don't know, like. I know Korpisala went on that insane run, so is he the start? Like, I don't know. Is there a true number one?
1: I think just because he's a little bit more battle-tested, you would yeah. go with him. Uh, so but I guess in I my think mind. it's one of those things, again, where it's like if he looks shaky for even a little bit, Torts yeah. isn't going to hesitate to say, They'll hey. They'll split
2: the back-to-backs yes. like anyone would, yeah. and, and he'll probably take the harder teams if, if they have the option to make that okay. happen. And yeah. I
1: also think Torts is... I would watch for this. I think Torts is going to test both of them. Like, if there's a hard team coming up one night and they have a back to back, he might give it to Corpusala yeah. the first time. And then if they have that situation come right. up again, he might give it to him. And Elvis we know the that, time. exactly.
2: We know that Torts is not the kind of guy to be like, oh, well, this guy's older, so he gets yes. the, like, no way. Yeah. He's going to make them both prove who who's going to be the starter there for Definitely. sure. Definitely.
1: I like the, uh, the, second line and third line center acquisitions in Max Domi and Miko Koivu. I think yeah. Koivu brings a little bit more of a veteran they leadership need something that, like that Columbus there. maybe hasn't had. Like they had Rick Nash for fucking forever, <sighs> right. but they weren't really a playoff team then. And then they had right. Nick Felino who I feel like has been there forever, but not really like a, a veteran. Like Koivu was with the wild for 15 fricking years. Yeah. So I think that's a big presence to add to their room and, he can play third line center. Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. I think the Domi one is even bigger because he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's yeah. out to prove something, right?
1: And I think he, I'm like seventy thirty on this. I'm seventy percent sure, like him and Torts are just going to thrive off of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then thirty percent, I'm like, this could be This is the Kardashians and yeah. Columbus. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> the Kardashians and Columbus. I, I, it could I, go either way. If I that, if, I
0: I claim copyright titles to yeah. that, by the <laughs> way. So, um. <laughs> I'm laughing cuz I'm looking at our uh, little little template doc here and under Florida Panthers just has radko gudas equals Stanley Cup so <laughs> that definitely means we are now on to the Florida Panthers uh you know I expect the Panthers to take that fourth spot this season I want to put you guys in the spot right now I said it earlier Tampa Carolina Dallas make it who's the fourth team you got Nashville Columbus or Florida or Chicago maybe not Chicago. No thank. Okay. I would have I would have
2: advocated hard for Chicago before Taze and Doc. Yeah. I actually really liked how that team played, but without them now? I don't see it getting done.
1: Not now. Now I, I'm gonna have to go ahead and say Columbus. I think I you might I might be on the
2: floor to train with You're you. I'm looking train? at this lineup here. They've got I mean, just listen to this lineup for a second. They've got Barkov, Huberdo, and Duclair. Yep. They've got Vitrano, Wenberg, and Hornquist. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change up the lines they have here on daily Faceoff because I feel like Brett Connolly is going to be on the third line, not the fourth line. I agree. It's going to be Brett Connolly, Nolichari, and Vinny Hinostroza. And then that last line is Owen Tippett, Carter Verhage, and uh, Grigory Denisenko, which, like, you know, whatever at that point. but Yeah,
0: no, I feel that. But
2: still, I mean, you've got some really solid players through your top three lines there. Um, the D is – it is what it is. They they've I got, have question marks with the D. I, I think the D is a lot of guys that, again, you look at these these 60 here, Mackenzie Weegar, Aaron Ekblad, Keith Yandel, Marcus Nudevara, Riley Stillman, Anton Stralman. That group three years ago is sick, yeah. honestly. Stralman, Yandel, and Ekblad I think are all kind of on their way down. Maybe less so Ekblad, but definitely Yandel and Stralman are yes. on their way down. Yes, for sure. Um and so that there's there's some question marks on the back end, but again, also in goal they've got Bob. If he performs, yeah. how Bob can perform, they're going to the take thing. that fourth.
1: I think their X factor has to be Owen Tippett. Like, what are we going to get out of this kid this year? Like, right. You know, can he contribute? Can he stay in the lineup? Can he you know perform at that high level? Daily faceoff has him slotted at the right wing slot on the first power play unit, uh, but has him on the fourth line. So, right. uh, it'll be interesting to see what his role is with this team.
0: I mean, it all comes down to me to Bob. He played so bad last year after getting that enormous contract. He's got to play better. If he plays the way that we've seen him play in his 2 Vesna Vezina-winning seasons, I think they have a legitimate chance to not even just take the fourth spot, but maybe even the third spot. And the other person I look at is Aaron Eckblad. You know, you're a number one overall pick in, I believe, 2014. Um, and you, your rookie year, you played really well. And I just haven't seen anything... I haven't seen any major strides since then. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, I
1: think that's the big thing with you know. Aaron Eckblad. Well, yeah.
2: I just think this is a great opportunity for the Florida Panthers to not be in a division with Boston and Tampa Bay yes. and yep. all those other juggernauts. Yep. It's it's a year where they could totally well, with Tampa Bay, but yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, but
1: it's certainly less stacked than it's, usual. It's not yeah. their you have, normal. If yeah. Toronto and you have teams like that that are just so explosive exactly. that when you're not as solid as and when you're trying to get to the
2: ideally top three in your division, yes. and you know that Toronto, Boston, and Tampa are in your division, you're hey, kind of every season screwed. starting out like, well, we're fucked. Yeah, but here, time. you know, there's there's the door is open for them. Yes, it, it's it'll be interesting to see if they're able to walk through or not. Definitely.
0: And then uh, next we got the Chicago Blackhawks. I think the big storylines here, they don't have Kirby Dock uh, basically for the whole season. And Jonathan Taves, no timetable for his return. We talked about his injury in the last episode. Uh, resigning Dylan Strom and bringing in Nikita Zadorov. Zor- Nikita wow, hard English. Uh, I think those are big pluses for the team. I think that they'll have an uphill climb. If they really want to make something happen, but I just I don't know Nick. I think you're going to agree with me. I don't think that they're deep enough with these injuries. I don't, and the, I just
1: don't see it. I yeah. I completely agree with what Max said though. Like I like if they had Doc and Taves, I would be like you know dark horse to make some noise. But for sure, I just don't see it happening this year. I think you know getting Strom back and getting Zadorov were great moves, but I, I just don't see Look it. Look at
2: their centers. I mean, yeah, it's just not it's not there. Good teams have at least. Three really solid centers. They have one super reliable center and they just got him. Yes. Well, you want to know why they might actually be okay?
1: Why are they going to be okay?
2: Because they've got (laughs) Ole. freaking Mata. No, they the, don't. They got rid of, of Ole, Mata. Mata. <laughs> of Ole Mata. That's right. They had that's Ole That's why, why they're going to be okay.
0: There is no sarcasm when it comes to Ole Mata. <laughs> yeah. No. Now, Ole's now on the uh, Los Angeles Kings. Kings. are yeah. right. forever that's right. cursed until he's gone. But um, <laughs> They just
1: made him their defensive skills coach, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, that's, I that's mean, a scary thought. Yeah.
2: <laughs> not to mention, let's say for a second that Taze and Doc were were in the lineup yeah. for the Hawks. I would maybe pick him as a dark horse, like you said. Yeah. But even then, their goaltending was yes. going to have to Come through, and, and with that being a question mark on top of the injuries, there's
0: just no way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All righty. And then our last team, not going to spend too much time on this the Detroit Dead Wings. They're dead. Um, they're they're going to be the last. they doing place the team. rebuild
1: thing. This like if you want to look at how to do a rebuild the right way, talk to Steve Iserman. Look at what he built in Tampa. Look at what he's going to build in Detroit, and just wait because in ten years this team is going to be lights out. There's
2: some young, really interesting pieces here. I think Tyler Batuzzi has a lot of yeah. grit to him. Yeah, he's going to be a part of that team moving forward. I'd expect. Um, you know they've got they've got Bobby Ryan for some reason now. Right. Good it, for him. I'm a big fan of Bobby Ryan. Same. Yeah. I wonder... I I, I kind of wish he was going to be on a more interesting team, because I love watching him play, but...
1: Yeah. Um, it looks like a beer league team. Like, you have guys like Bobby Ryan, Philpola, Sam Gagne, and Darren Helm that are just like, yeah. let's be real, they're old. Yeah. And then you have... Tyler Bertuzzi, Anthony Mantha, Philip Zadina, and Adam Ernie, who I'm pretty sure are like all under twenty
0: five. The D yeah. is rough. Yeah, the D s scary. Is Danny DeKaiser still on the team? Yeah. Best one of the best hair in he's, the league. He's their first D. Yeah, he's like their year. number one. Yeah. Yeah. Him
2: and Philip Ronick. Yeah. I like
1: it's the I year. like the Stetcher pickup. Yeah, that's a solid, that's you fun. know, sort of steady Eddie. You know what you're getting, but the ugh, the Mark Stahl. I mean,
2: honestly, that third pairing is probably one of the best third pairings. I in would the say, league. So. like yeah. John Merrill and Troy Stetcher. St- uh, there you go. To yeah. catch yeah. fumble words yeah. all the time, dude. <laughs> Don't feel bad.
1: That one in that second D pairing is, ugh, that's oh, that's God. alarming.
2: Yeah, that, the first
0: one too is, not, uh, is that probably is the worst first pairing. Yeah, I in would the league. say so. If there's a bet for last place team at the end of the year this year. I would put my money on Detroit, so we'll we'll leave it at that. So, now for uh, the picks. We'll give you guys the odds here real quick. Favorites are the Tampa Bay Lightning at plus 150, and then there's a big drop-off. Second, fav- second best favorite is Carolina at plus 350, Dallas Stars at plus 450, Nashville Predators at plus 600, Columbus Blue Jackets at plus 750, Florida Panthers at plus 800, Chicago Blackhawks at plus 1,000, and Detroit Red Wings at plus 2,500. This is by far the biggest difference between first and second place in terms of odds, with Tampa Bay and Carolina being separated by 200 bucks, basically. So, um, Nick, what do you got?
1: It's Tampa's division to lose. I don't think there's any if ands, or buts about it. They're winning this division, in my opinion. And let's be real, if they get Kucherov back for the playoffs, which is – Apparently, what's scheduled to happen. Look right. Out, look out.
0: Yeah, and I hate I hate that on you know this first div, uh, division previews episode that I'm gonna end up picking the two favorites, but I, I can't not. I mean, this is Tampa's. No, like T- I mean, Tampa and Colorado are just they're that they are those guys. Yeah, they're those guys, and I feel like for the first time in a while, it feels like there's a a, a the margin of. Good team versus average team is getting bigger. There's a gap. There's, yeah. it start and hockey's known to not have that gap as much as other teams, but I'm starting to feel it
1: now. Granted, once we get to the playoffs, this it could all, all turn into horse piss, and you know it's just a complete gong show. So right. Uh, but in terms of winning the division, it's I know it's just on paper, but it's really hard for me to think that a team like Carolina or Dallas is going to outplay the Bolts this year. Yeah. I
2: I got Tampa. I will say I like Carolina's chances in this division much Mm -hmm. more. I like them just having to worry about chasing Tampa for the most part, as opposed to every year when they're trying to chase Washington, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, all those teams. I, I think they're probably feeling pretty good about being in this division. I completely um, agree. And you never know what could happen. I mean, especially if those those matchups will be everything, right? Those Carolina-Tampa matchups. If they can win four of those games or something, yeah, yeah, look out, maybe.
1: I think that's going to be – you make a great point because I think that's going to be a huge name of the game this year is taking away points. Head-to-heads. Like head-to-heads. Yeah. Like, you know, you're in your division. Not only are you getting two, they're not. exactly.
2: So. Especially later on in the season. Yeah.
0: Alrighty, righty. Well, uh, that'll wrap it up for the uh, West and Central Division previews and episode 56. We will be dropping episode 57 with the other two Division previews coming at you. Um, do you guys have any final notes? I'm all set.
1: Ragco equals Stanley Cup. <laughs> Kill confirmed, <laughs> Captain.
0: Um yeah, sorry about the beg the reckon. I don't really know what was going on there. I was That's kinda, phenomenal. I was kind of off the don't off op- the charts. Don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, alrighty, well, check out our sponsor, Brackish Life, www.brackish.life, and go check out our website at www.emptybetters.com. Got a lot going on there. 10% off on all merch for the month of January. Uh, and without further ado. Class dismissed.